You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. All right, what do you say we do a podcast? What in the hell? Why not? That's what I say. As it is, uh, well, it doesn't matter what time it is. It's a podcast. Oh, there you guys say it's a Tuesday. Yeah, it's Tuesday. 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 Which it Tuesday. Is. It's a Tuesday, Jerry. Uh, yesterday, uh, at the end of the podcast, I teased the story that I would have at the beginning of today's podcast. Oh, yeah. I, all I did, Jerry, was I simply gave you a headline, new smart toilet will take pictures of your poop. And we just heard it at the end of the Boomer and Geo show as well. Yeah, Eddie played it as, uh, as a liner at the very end of the program. Uh, now, lest you think this is some sort of joke toilet or some sort of, you know toilet from some far off land where they're working on this this toilet is being developed at duke university nice and now this you had an opportunity to read this i did i had an opportunity to read this story it was only one two two sentences and then uh really only a total of like six sentences that's the story six sentences (laughs) that's right jerry oh boy well it's a new smart toilet that will take pictures of your poop and send the images straight to your doctor for analysis it's supposed to help with colon cancer and other conditions. That's what I figured. The device being developed at Duke will examine the feces, including whether blood is present. Now, this is a, a researcher, Sonia Grego, said this, Jerry. We are optimistic about patient willingness to use this technology because it's something that can be installed in their toilet's pipes and doesn't require the patient to do anything other than flush. This could be especially useful for patients who live in long-term care facilities who may not be able to report their conditions and could help improve initial diagnosis of acute conditions. Interesting. It's going to be an expensive toilet. It is going to be an expensive toilet. Now, we already have, well, one, you could go and get a colonoscopy. Yes. That's number one thing you could do. Number two, if you're adverse to that and you're not a high-risk person, you can poop in a box. And send it via UPS. Yeah, I'm sure they're thrilled when they get a, a box of poop that they've got a, you know, July, <laughs> no air conditioning in the truck, and there's just boxes of excrement. Uh, I'm sure that's great. And then I'm sure it's great if you work at Colo Guard uh, and the boxes come in in mid-August. You know, that is a great point. If you think, of, think about this. Ugh. I remember yeah. when I used to deliver pizza. Yeah. I would come home. I would smell like the pizza. Right. When I worked at the gas station, you would go home. You had to shower immediately to get that that stench off you. It smelled like gas. 
If you work in a restaurant, you smell like the restaurant. Yes. If you work at the Colo Guard Center, like, do you legit smell like crap? Because you're just taking in poop all day long? Don't I you have to? So. That's a tough job. Because you know, oh. you know, Jerry, people can't follow directions. They just can't. The general public can't follow directions. You're expecting people to oh. poop in the box properly, seal it up properly, oh. ship it out properly. How about if there's residue on the box? I mean, I'm Gross. sure they've seen it all. That'd be a great interview for the post-game podcast. We interview somebody who takes in the ship. Oh, you want a guest? At Colo Guard. Yeah, just that guest. No, thank you. Someone you who takes in the one. shipments at Colo Guard. I maybe, might vomit. Maybe when you're on vacation and I have to do these uh, post games, I'll just one day interview somebody from Colo Guard. Holy moly. Wouldn't that be a great interview? Uh, Jerry's out today. I'll be speaking with uh, Peter. He takes in all of the boxes of poop at Colo Guard. <laughs> what a I'm good. job. I'm good. Thank you. So now, okay, if you don't want to poop in a box, you just install this in your toilet. You do nothing different other than go to the bathroom, flush your toilet, I'm and in. then they'll let you know. Depends on how much it is, though, i got to be honest. If it's a $5,000 toilet, I'm yeah, probably going to pass and just right. go for the colonoscopy. Right. I mean, this can't, and like I said, it can't be cheap. You're talking about a toilet that's going to take pictures. Good Lord. Now, I think I am at high risk for colon cancer because my sister had colon cancer and my grandfather had I colon cancer. I say you're at risk. So I probably am not even allowed to just poop in that box. No, you need to go for your But why can't I poop in the box first? You can. Of course you can. And then if they go, hey, there's something a little they fishy about your box. They definitely might see something for sure. Why don't you're... you do that this weekend? You look always looking for something to do. You don't have to leave your. You don't have to leave the condo. You can take care of it. What do you, do you think? Let me ask you this, and people would know who've done this. I have not, unfortunately, have not done this yet. The poop in a box, but do you think the box says Colo Guard on it, or is it no, like I don't? You don't. I don't. It's regular, like generic boxing. But it I, must, I think it goes to a laboratory. Yeah, but it has to have some sort of like warning on the box not that it contains poop but poisonous material it might just like when we send away our uh our covid tests yeah well that's just spit in the box yeah but they don't know i mean who knows i think what's going on with the mailing industry they're getting spit in a box sperm in a box it's not i don't poop do in I, a box. ours is the nasal swab i do oh right nasal swab yes boogers in a box yes exactly I have a box. All sorts of things in boxes just being shipped all over the country. Yeah, you're right. Eef. Think about that, too. You go to the post office, and you got to check off the list of things you're not allowed to ship. Yeah. But you can take a crap and send that. <laughs> you, wow. You're at the post office. Uh, did, any liquid in here? Mm. Any explosive, sir? Just mm. my ass. <laughs> <laughs> Anything in this box we should be concerned about? Yeah, it's uh, my feces. <laughs> Uh, other than that, it be is a big box of my poop. Nope. <laughs> I think you guys got it. Do you think you would be kicked out of the post office uh, if you did that? There's nothing wrong with it. You're no, not you're doing telling anything the wrong. truth. Or they, unless they have a deal with UPS, which could be the case, or FedEx. Right. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I've got my poop in a box. You're welcome, Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Jesus, God, yeah. what are we doing? So, uh, good job by Duke University. 
Now that's a research university that's doing something. That, yes, they are putting good money to use. I bet you the people uh, that that uh, pick up and drop off Colo guard boxes are like, I hope this toilet gets installed quickly to these places. Mm, we need more of this. All right, think about it. That's your sixty thousand dollar a year tuition. At good use. <laughs> this would actually be good, like at a doctor's office. Yes, I agree. So, so go into the doctor's office and poop in that toilet. That is a great idea. Right? I agree with you. Yes. And then it's just one toilet, just examining all this poop. No question. You get the images. You can take a look at it. Perfect. If it's not expensive, I'm considering buying one for here just to see what's going on with the people that work here. How much you think it's going to be? I don't know. But I, I mean, wanna... a regular good flushing toilet is eight hundred dollars. <laughs> this thing's got to be like two grand. At How least, could it yeah. not be? Two gra- right, right. It's got technology in it that examines your poop. Yeah, and knows if you have diseases. Exactly, poop diseases. Yeah, a new study is out. Oh, we spent a lot of time on that. Yeah, a new study is out that says half of Americans, Jerry, that's fifty percent. Hide their favorite snacks from family members. That's a big percentage. <clears throat> do you hide any snacks? No. You don't? I do not. What are your favorite snacks? Let me ask you that first. What are, what are, we, what are we calling a snack? A dessert? <clears throat> no, no. A chip? So a are snack we... to me is, uh, is a, not a uh, candy or a cake. A snack is like, to me, a snack has to come in a bag I would and it, it, you have to decide the portion size. So I would say, I'll give you a couple. All right. That I really have trouble stopping once I start. Jerry's favorite snacks. Yeah. The Tostitos multigrain scoops. Mm-hmm. No question. Cashews. Very difficult to Good stop one. eating those. I love those. Those are awesome. And I'll give you the one that's really bad. And that's why I'm glad my wife doesn't buy them often. Combos. I love the pizza flavored pizza combos. Pizza flavored combos, very My good. My God. I could, li- I remember, I've told you this before, I think. I remember once I left here and I was driving to Holy Cross up in Boston for a Columbia basketball game. This was the trip where I literally came to work, drove, went right to the school, and then drove home and almost felt, I mean, that was stupid. And then worked the next morning, just dumb. But whatever, I didn't bring, I didn't pack food. I figured I would stop on the way. So I knew where I was going to stop off 90, I think it was 91, not 95, 91, the Merit. And the first rest stop I got to, it was closed except for the little convenience store, like the restaurant, like the, it was a subway that was closed for renovation. But the little snack shop was open where you get drinks and stuff. So I bought, not a giant bag, but I bought a big bag of combos. I said, perfect, I'll eat some on the way and then I'll have some for the ride home. No problem, I'll eat, at the, I'll eat dinner at the, at the gym. And I couldn't stop. I ate the whole bag within like a half hour, 40 minutes. And then I looked, it was like six servings in the bag. I had like 900 calories of combos. (laughs) That's why for something like that, you need to snack back. Yes, I know. I'm aware. So good, though. I keep hearing Craig in the afternoon always referencing eating combos. I love combos. And when you leave here... yeah. When you get out into that 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 uh, vending machine yeah, out yeah. there, they have combos in it. Oh, I didn't know that. But the just the you know the snack size packs, which is a good size to have. Those three things, absolutely love pizza combos. Yeah, multigrain Tostito scoops. Yes, and cashews. Cashews. Yeah, yeah. That multigrain Tostito scoops. There must They're be like heroin. Yeah, there must be something addictive in them. I I don't know what it is. Yeah, very but tough. It's tough to stop. Like the other on Saturday. Um, Saturday, yeah, I guess it, maybe it was Sunday. Sunday after our baseball game, I was doing more pool, you know, work on the pool outside. 
And then I stopped to hang out with my son for a little while. And I'm like, yeah, let's have a snack. So I went in. I grabbed one of those uh, those beers from the what are the beers that Boomer brought in from uh, from Blue- the Long Island Brewery. Yeah, it wasn't Blue Point. No. It was uh, another one. How what uh, how what's the color of those beers? Because uh, I have them at home too. Very, they're not dark, but not light. They're like mm. the orange, orange color, tinted one. Yeah. Okay. Good. Not great. Nine percent alcohol. They're good though, and they're the sixteen ounce cans. Yeah. So you. So probably- I had a sip. I'm like, I need a snack. So I went and I grabbed the I grabbed the Tostitos, and I hadn't eaten yet all day, and this was like three o'clock, so I was really hungry. I'm like, you know what I'm gonna do? I'm not bringing this bag out because I'll eat the whole bag. I counted out sixteen unbroken scoops. And I brought them out in a little dish, and I, I just savored them. Yeah. And I ate them one at a time. <laughs> it took everything I had not to go back in and get more. Oh, but you were able to do it. Even I was. With, even with some alcohol in your system. I system. was because my wife had just gotten home. We were going to start cooking food at like 4.30. So I had that. That's I knew the key. We were if eat. you can separate yourself from the bag yes. for all of these snacks, that's yeah. the key. You're right. And the key to not go back. Yeah. Portion control. Portion control. Now I love cashews as well, but if I eat too many cashews, I don't like. You feel bloated. Yeah, you feel awful. But you're shoving them down your face so quickly that by the time you start to feel not good, it's too late. Yeah, because there's nothing to them. Yeah, and then you eat two handfuls of them. It's like that's a thousand calories. That's Man. that is the worst. Like when you look at the with the portions on the nutrition labels. Yes, this little bag, and it'd be like, uh, you know, uh. Uh, 180 calories. You go, that's not terrible. Then you go, there's six servings in this bag. You're like, this snack pack I know. has six servings I in know. It? Trust me, I know. And you think you're trying to make a good snack choice. Yeah, for like four pieces. That's Stupid. why I'm actually, uh, the soda industry, which, you know, they have got a lot of sugar in their drinks and yeah. their calories. You know how much, so I'm glad you brought that up. You know how much a can of cherry Pepsi, how many grams of sugar in that? 30. 44. And I only know that because my wife bought that the other day. And my son, he drank half of it. And he's like, I'm going to save the other half for the other. That's fine. And I said, how much sugar? And I looked at the label. I, was like, I, thought, I thought it was like 35. Maybe it was 42. It was definitely more than 40. I was real, I was blown away. Yeah. But some of the sodas on the, the mini bottles yeah. will tell you how much the entire bottle is right on the front. Oh, really? Yeah, but they're only doing calories, which is weird. Like, I don't know... Or it doesn't seem so bad. And then if you look at the sugar, it's like through the roof. The sugar's through the roof. Yeah, it's awful. Got to be careful. No doubt. So that and, like, I like putting, I love, and I know people mock me, I love lemonade and tequila. It's like, you know. What do you do, half and half? It's like a poor man's margarita. They're tremendous. Uh, yeah, I actually. Half and half. It's, but the sugar content is ridiculous. Because of the lemonade. Yeah. Yeah, it's bizarre. So then I started doing just like lime juice and tequila. Not good. It, no, it is, but it's, you're not, you're sipping. Yeah, you're not sucking them down. Right. That's the problem with the even the lemonade or a regular margarita. Boy, the fruity they go down, drinks. They go down quick, really quick. Very expensive, too, when you go out. Can a man drink a strawberry daiquiri? Where? At home? Sure. Man can do porn with his armpits, as we've learned out at home. So if you want to have a strawberry daiquiri, go for it. You were not aware of a pornography that involved no armpits. Yeah, that's one of the more gross. Well, like what? What's next? You're going to say penis up the nose? I mean, what are you talking about? I think people are just running out of things. 
there's only so many things you can do. Yeah, people must get bored pretty easily because they're inventing things. Clearly, you said you saw this years ago. Oh, yeah, it's been around a long time. (laughs) I've never heard of this one. Oh, yeah. You sure a long time wasn't like Saturday night after Gina left? Jerry, this was definitely way before we had to stop wearing masks. (laughs) Okay. I've never heard of this one before. Yep. I don't know if there's a name. I'm sure there's a name for it. I'm not aware of it, but. There's all sorts of things out there. Think of the armpit stench. I know, but some people like that. People like smelly feet. Right, some people like as a fetish. The rear end. That's true. Right. People like smelly things. Whoa, it's nasty. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's gross. I think it, all this stuff happens in our childhood. Like all of the weird. You think you're putting that in someone's armpit? No, I think any. No, but you may have. Maybe you. Oh, you're influenced by something. Right. You were cradled in your mother's smelly armpit a lot, and you. You, you crave got, that? Well, you got comfort from it. That's what they say about foot fetish, is that they're, it's children crawling around at their mother's bare feet, and they get some sort of comfort in seeing the bare feet, and then it transfers sexually. Oh, All right, well, listen, I'm going to leave that to you. <laughs> I'm going to pass. What's up, brother? <laughs> Craig's here. Walked in at the perfect time. Yeah, come here. Sit down for a second. <laughs> Uh, Al really... I don't know if his microphone will be on. I hope so. Oh, Jesus. Oh. Good Lord. You got food in there? What do we got? Soup. soup. He's a big soup guy. Love soup. When I talk soup. to him sometimes on his way in, he's uh, getting soup. He stops at Hale and Hardy for soups. Oh, I thought you were going to say he's eating it on the way in. Like, no. That seems like a mess. <laughs> How is that possible? He drives a stick shift oh and he God. eats some soup on his way I in. I did that. I made. I have a five-speed. I drew, I made a smoothie the other day. Yeah. Not easy. Not easy to do no, that. No, not at all. So we're talking about... You got to drive your knee. There's a, uh, there's a fetish that involves... Ooh, I'm in. Arm, no, you're not. That involves on. armpits. Are you familiar oh. with this? <laughs> I told you. Yeah. You're not really? in. Really? Yeah. Like sniffing it? No. Putting it. How do you put your armpit? Lots of oh, lube. You put your penis into the armpit. Oh, you know there's a thing um, oh amongst uh, transvestite hookers in Honolulu where they call it um, fish blanking. And basically, I saw this on HBO. Actually, you can look at it, you can watch it yourself. Remember they did hookers at the point? Yes. Yeah. Then they did hookers of Honolulu. There was a transvestite hooker who, frankly. Was one of the most amazingly gorgeous people you like. You would think she, he was a woman, like gorgeous, right? And they do something where they tuck the uh, the coin purse in a manner where the Johns like to, you know, <laughs> make love to it. Wow! Yeah, what a world! And it's like a real turn on for them. Yeah, okay. yeah. What a it's world! Fish effing. We're just what a world we're living in. That doesn't happen in Jersey. Bunch of sickos. Not that I'm aware of, but you never know what's going on inside people's houses. You guys had headliners uh, this Friday? No, No. uh, we didn't. uh, The the masks didn't come out oftentimes. No, we're here, and he's in Bradley Beach. No, but I've driven by DJs very crowded. You did a no-no. What did I do? Oh, I know I did. No-no. I know know what I'm talking about. A hundred percent. You went against all protocol in doing what you did. Mm Mm-hmm. And you know what I'm talking about. I took off the Friday before Memorial yeah, Day. Yeah, you don't why? do that. But why? Why? Because it's a built-in three-day weekend. Yes, it Nobody is. Nobody works on Monday. Right. And it is, a, you know, they, a lot lately they've been talking about the unwritten rules of baseball. <laughs> yes. We got unwritten You're rules right. of shows. Right. He's right. There are unwritten rules of vacation taking. You do not take 
the Friday before Memorial Day weekend or any three-day weekend. You don't right. do it for Labor Day either. Hmm. You know, you just don't. But you, you took the whole week off before Labor Day never, for years. Never. Yes, you did. No, I've never, ever The in my week life... before Labor Day? Labor, oh, Labor Day. Day. Yes. Yeah, Labor Day, yeah. But that's, I, I agree yes, with Greg. Like, I, I think if you're taking the week off, that's your week's vacation. But yeah. to take specifically the yeah, Friday, it's it douchey. is. It's a douche move. Yeah. But... Really? I, I don't see it that yeah, way. Yeah, and he knew it. I heard that driving and I go, no way my guy did that. As Wasn't soon it? as I hit 20 years in Radio New York, I was like, I'm taking off. That's right. You got the watch. I, <laughs> I think do what you got to do at this point. You actually got screwed on the watch because now it's a new company. You yeah, I got, got no watch. You a couple watch. years built in with Odyssey. So you got to go, you got to do a, like a, like what, 17 more? When did Odyssey, I guess? Get right well, they still consider us. We're grandfathered in. So I'm still 20 years with this company. Oh, that's how they view it? Yeah. Yeah, until the bonus comes around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the way, I don't know. You could speak to this better than me or yeah. could, Jerry. So Chris Lepresti told me that it is the company has a contract. I don't know. I guess it was union negotiated. Uh, this does not involve you now, but back in the day. That an update guy, it was called the Minko rule, that an update guy who does updates, yeah. if a show is being televised, mm-hmm. gets $5 for the update. Um, and that the union negotiated that for Minko for when yes. Mike and Chris first got uh, signed. Here's why it wasn't a bad deal at the time. $5? No, 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 here's why it wasn't yeah. a bad deal at the time wasn't $5. It was $8 an update. And at the time, Minko was doing three an hour. So he was making 25 bucks an hour extra working with right. Mike and Chris for four hours a day. He was making an extra 100 so bucks a day. I had CeeLo come in on purpose 10 times yesterday. That's awesome. Good for you. Yeah, figuring <laughs> if it's legitimately every time he walks in, I'd say just keep coming in. That is not going to work. So then he, then he even sat there for three segments. Because yeah. I want to get him extra money. Right. He goes, I don't think it works. That is not going to work that way. No. I, uh, I, it's actually gone down. He said it's $5. It used to be 8 Yeah. He said he, he he checked. Because we figured Minko used to make like an extra $25,000 a year from that. Which is no chump change. Yeah. No. Which when is, you're making twenty grand annually, it's more well, than double your salary. You made yeah. a lot more than that, but I get your point. Yeah. So, so, yeah. And then so you'd fill in. Hey, all right, great. I got an extra hundred bucks today. Whatever. And by the way, not for nothing, it's seventy degrees outside. Yeah. You have a turtleneck on. Oh, my gator scarf. And a shirt. Because no, if and I don't. A, and a sweatshirt. No, no. Shirt first on of top. all, first of all, you jackass you hosts like to keep yeah, studios at sixty-three cold. degrees. Yeah, you, well, Alan, I had a reason for that. Kept and, Boomer awake. And, and this is because if I don't have it on, I forget to wear it when I walk around the building. That's why we did it. Because Boomer used to fall asleep. Well, whatever works. So he said, put it at 60 and, you know, you, by the way. You have the same problem with Evan? Because I noticed you keep Evan, that pretty chilly. Well, Evan doesn't slump anymore, so now he's all right. Oh. You know, I got him sitting upright like an adult at a There table. you go. What, um, what was up with his makeup first segment he yesterday? He makeup. At four, at 4 o'clock? Zero makeup. So I had friends telling me I got to see the first segment on SNY. No, his hair looked like he gelled it maybe. But uh, neither one of us did any makeup. All right. Yeah. I was told he looked terrible and now, then looked better after the break. I'm hoping you guys can help me out with this. Yeah. I was uh, driving past the building as Boomer was coming out of the building, so he didn't see me. I'm in my car. He's going into an Uber. Boomer walked out of this building with a vacuum. Like, you're Boomer a size. Yeah. Do you really have to steal Odyssey vacuums (laughs) to go home? He actually brought it in to vacuum this room. He brought his own vacuum in for this studio. Mm -hmm. There's a very nice gal who vacuums every day. They don't come in here, though. I mean, (laughs) who? He's, I don't know what's So he got into an Uber with a vacuum. He got, I'm like, there's Boomer Esiason. With a vacuum. Like, if I didn't know him, I'm like, 
That's weird. Boomer's getting into an Uber with a vacuum. Yes. Like, what's... Sounds about right. And he's on his way to the golf course with the vacuum. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. He lost money on the golf course to my friends a couple weeks ago. Who is this? Um, Vinny and uh, Doug. Yeah. They sent me a picture of a bunch of $20 Vinny bills. Vinny and Doug. <laughs> Ooh, how nice. many? I don't want to say. Got it. More than we have. Mm. Hey, well, <laughs> I'll second that. Yeah, Thank so you're you very just much. Be Rutgers shill all day, I guess. Yes, I am. I this is this is my apparel now. Rutgers, Rutgers? Flag and Anthem, Boomer Assize and Foundation. What's Flag and Anthem. Uh, that's the clothing company. Geo does a clothing deal. Geo does the live reads, and then uh, we get shirts. This is one of them. That's one of them too. By the way, huh. interesting that you bring that up because the Boomer has noticed that you guys have fancy new chairs. In the studio, and we have crap chairs. Well, CBS doesn't but, care about what the chairs you're sitting in. SNY does. He seems to think it's for the uh, reads that uh, Evan is doing. And so, Geo does those reads as well, but we don't get new chairs. Well, in the there's, there's four new chairs in the studio. Two of them, the high backed black chairs, are for whatever that company is that I guess Stressly or Stickly? Stickly. Stickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, the other chairs, the blue ones, SNY got. Oh. Yeah. Now, if you want the high back black one, I don't use it. So feel free to take it. It makes my neck hurt. But I Boomer knows it's a hand me down from yours to yeah, He's it. probably not interested. What you've learned about Boomer is that Boomer is just an insecure, jealous man. Wow. Who, if someone else in the building has something, he feels like he needs to have that plus one because he thinks he's the alpha male in this building. Hmm. <laughs> not anymore. Well, I would agree, I would agree that he is. And I don't think that he has to one-up everybody. No, no, he feels like he does. You know it. Look at it. I know we're not on camera, but Boomer, the guys are giving me the facial No, I'm not. Jerry just gave me a thumbs up. No, Al's putting his <laughs> thing in Craig's armpit. That's what's going on right now. <laughs> That's so disgusting. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. A friend of mine once made love to an orange in a Shoney's bathroom. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he was driving up from uh, South or North Carolina. Look, and he look, just at it, was look at it this way, though. At least that's going to smell good compared to the armpit trick. I, right. Yeah. Another friend of mine made love to a toilet paper Who were these people? <laughs> he, he saran wrapped it and Vaseline did it. A lot of work. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. Desperate is yeah, what like it a is. A lot of work and desperate. <laughs> like, it's at the end of the day, you're still doing the same thing. Right. Just with mm. apparatuses. Mm-hmm. Apparati. Okie doke. That's great. Apparati? I guess Apparati. it's apparati. Apparatus. I think what's the plural of apparatuses? Apparatuses. Is it? <laughs> I have no Are idea, Are you still doing dude. Rutgers games? Well, not now. Is Pat Hobbs Season's over. Yeah. He always tells me to say hi to you. Yeah, he hasn't said hi to me, though. I don't get that. What do you mean he didn't like, say hey, hi to you? Like, say hi to Craig for me. Like, you have my number. Text him. Why don't you just say hi? It's a fair point. I Although mean, he may not have my new number. He does number. have a lot going on. Does he really, though? Right, he may not oh have my your God. new number. Uh, <laughs> this pandemic has been number. quite challenging. What could Pat Hobbs possibly have going on now? Like, everything got shut With the down. pandemic? With yeah. the, this, oh, please. It's been crazy. Yeah. You know that. Stop being goofy now. <laughs> <laughs> women's volleyball has to be rescheduled. Well, listen, they got the lacrosse championships they were just oh, doing. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's great. There's a lot going on. So I sorry I walked in. I know. Oh, no, no, all like good. People enjoyed me here the last time. They did, yes. I got Very a lot much of so. I got a lot did you of... ever get what's his name's mom on? Uh, Zach? No. It, it, I'll show you the, uh, the Instagram back and forth. <laughs> so the listener couldn't actually book her. The listener was <laughs> unable to book her. I think oh. because he's Jewish. How's Tommy doing? I like Tommy. Tommy. 
He, as long as his mic's not on, he's doing great. No, but I like when his mic's on once I in a while. I was don't. that a conscious effort to slow down his uh, mic time or lower yes. his mic time? He, the less he's on, the better. How was that uh, brought up? How, or how was I that said approached? to him, turn your mic off. <laughs> <laughs> so subtle. Yeah. Got the hint. I don't, he shouldn't talk on the air for a number of reasons. And I'm I don't need him to talk, but he little chime-ins once yeah, in a while are good. He's a low talker. Yes. So unless his mic is pinged all the way up, what he says... It's very distracting because I can't hear what he said, but I hear something. Mm. And it kills me when that happens. So I've said to him, I actually try to get engineering to disconnect the <laughs> microphone, but they wouldn't do that. I said, just keep your mic off unless I ask you a question because he'll throw something in. It might even be good. But none he's, of us can hear it. He's uh, also a very fast talker. Yes. So it, get, it gets low yeah. and fast. And yeah. I didn't mean so no when good. he just does it on his own. I mean when you bring him in, especially when you're talking about money. I just find him funny. Yes, yes. And he's yes. done well. But he has to trust that when I bring him in. Let's get to the bottom of this. You and C-Mac, no, no good, right? Well, I love Big Mac. Oh, you I do? I he should be a regular talk show host on the station. I thought you guys had red odds. Well, he didn't fulfill an obligation. With the weights. Yep. Right. He the guy said, I have weights. I'm going to give you the weights. So it's been piecemeal. That's a problem. You know, and now he owes me these two 35-pound, you know, plates. And every day I'm like, where are the weights? I forgot. Where are the weights? I forgot. Then he actually brought 10-pound weights with him on the train. I was going to say, he takes the train. You want him to hump two 35-pound plates on the train. (laughs) He should set a reminder in his phone for when he's home. Craig's weights yeah, and then sure. loads the car up with them. Yeah. That's what I would do. Or he could just drive to Craig's house and drop them off. That's what I that. keep saying. Plus, he has a lawnmower for me. Yep. And a lawnmower. Yeah. Why not? Wow. Look at yeah, this. That the 2.0? Taking You're taking his hand me down uh, manscape? It's 4.0 now, Jerry. <laughs> and it's no, 4.0. No, I'm not. I have my own. Thank you. Comes to the commercial. I need the 4.0. I have the I do original. Too. Yeah, I have one. I have I the need original one. one. I got them. All right. I also have cologne for you in my office. Yes. By that you asked for. I have that. Crapeshop.com. Are you or no? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> my kid's like, Al's coming with whimsy, girl. Yeah. I'm like, Al's been telling me that for six months. I told Sonny that I committed. So when are you going? I don't know. No. <laughs> well, this is Memorial Day weekend. I can't. Yeah, and you're week. off. Maybe next week. What are there big plans for Friday? Have you met him? I'm just going to look out the window and say, I'm off. You're yeah. not. Huh? I said, I finally moved to a place where I don't have to leave my home. And I still feel like I'm doing something because I could see because things are going on around me. Can you see the beach from your window? Or not? Yes. You can see boobs yeah, from his like window. The water. So, like, he oh, bought binoculars to look at the women <laughs> on the beach. I bought and binoculars to look at dolphins, Jerry. <laughs> Is that what you call them? <laughs> and, and whales. Dolphins. In the Atlantic Ocean? In the Atlantic Ocean. In Bradley Beach. The Sometimes. dolphins are the cute ones. The whales are the... <laughs> Yeah, well, big ones. Other ones. There you go. All hey. right. Well, this was a good times. This, this was, was good times. Yeah. What'd you guys do in the show today? Uh, <laughs> no, I did what sports. Islanders and. Hey, yo, this Friday. Yeah. The Pulse of the People nominees. Get oh. Announced. I hope Jerry and I are involved. I hope so too. We sure should I think be. There's a good chance you guys are being nominated. You I might mean, be the only guys on the radio station. There's a good chance we win it. There's also a good chance you're going to be honest. Do you have uh, now in previous years, I don't know what what your current staff, if they can pull this off, but in the previous years we've had famous announcers. We have. We had Jim Rome do it one year. Dan Mm -hmm. Rather did it one year. The wrestling guy. Howard Finkel. You always do the Howard, the the wrestling guy. uh, I think he passed away, right? He did. He uh, he did it. Scotty Farrell did it. Scotty Farrell did it. Jim Rome, you mentioned him? Yeah. Jim Rome, yeah. We've had legitimate. Yeah, big stars. Dan Rather doing it. Yeah, that's amazing. Dan Rather. 
What? Well, he asked him. Yeah. He agreed to do it. He went in the production room and did it. It was unbelievable. It's pretty yeah. good. Was so, he in for something? Is yeah, that how you got him to do it? He had a book. Got yeah. it. And uh, yeah, I still have that book. He like, wrote a nice. Yeah, he enjoyed thing his there. time here. I remember. Yeah, I think he was a really cool guest to have on non-sports guest. And although I know he's controversial now for a lot of good reasons, but I liked having Bill O'Reilly here because the energy. He, he started this, you know, the series with Mark with uh, what's his name, the Killing series of books, mm-hmm. like Killing Kennedy, Killing Reagan, which I highly recommend. I read all of them, um, but he was here to promote the book, and I refused to ask him about the book. Really? Yeah, and it became a thing. I don't know if you remember that. And I said, "You're going to sell enough books. You're Bill O'Reilly. I want to get to know you." And I remember months later, I was at City Field going to a Met game. And he was driven by a former NYPD detective, was like a driver for him. Mm. So we're in the same parking lot, and the detective was a fan of me and Boomer. So he's like, yo, Card, what's up? Bill O'Reilly. <laughs> 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 I'm like, Bill, hey, what's going on? And for a minute, he's like, oh, here comes another fan. And I'm like, you were on the show this morning. Right. Oh, it was the he's same like, day? Oh, yeah. He goes, you didn't promote my book. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And by not promoting your book, promoted the book. Exactly. That's exactly right. right. So there you go. All right. What do you got coming up on the big show today? Oh, shoot. I'm actually doing an ESPN 30 for 30 today. Oh. It's a really weird thing. There was apparently this guy in the Indians named Ray Chapman. Okay. Got hit. He got beaned by a guy named Carl Mays of the Yankees, and he, he died. Mm-hmm. He's the only guy in the history of baseball to die on the field of play from being hit. So this guy named Andy Billman did a 30 for 30 called Believe Land on Cleveland. Mm-hmm. And in that, he heard about this story. And the story's never been told, I guess. So I don't know why I'm on. Because I don't love baseball that much. We've heard. It's a right. TV 30 for 30 or a yeah. podcast? Because they a do a podcast 30 series for 30. also. So he's like, we want to get you on and talk about the New York-Cleveland kind of byplay. Because you know, I did sports talk in Cleveland as right, well. Right, right, right. And I go, there is none. He goes, no, 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 there is. <laughs> you know, George Steinbrenner was sure. a Cleveland guy. The Dolan family. Right, right. Cleveland, they own the Indians now, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, all right. So I'm doing ESPN today. All right. What, what, yeah. if, I, what if I course, told you? Uh-huh. Do you like when they go, what if I told you? Is that like the new yeah. world? No, well, that's what the 30 for 30 does. Oh, I don't even know. What that. if I told you? And then they do their story. You should be a voiceover guy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. In Sound effects. World. What in if a world I told where you? Al Dukes does voiceovers. What if I... Remember we had that guy in? Yeah, uh, he the, was terrible. The comedian, right? Yeah. Um, I forget his it name. It wasn't Carlos Mencia, was no. it? No. There was a uh, Spanish comedian yeah. who his whole act was in a world. Yeah. But he was weird when he was in here. I remember <laughs> being all Comedians are tough. I would say the Opie and Anthony were the best at having comedians on as guests. And no one's ever been close, yeah. in my opinion. I hated having comedians. Unless we had a personal... Relationship like Artie Lang, Jay Moore, we got to know, but the regular, the average sometimes. comedian, because they either want you to somehow get them into their act, because most comedians aren't funny just right off the cuff. They have a, a well rehearsed act. Um, Artie was always great though. Jay happened to be great with us, but I yeah, I never liked. The you guys had the uh, the bantering like, Susans going back and forth. That was something. That was funny. Holy Christ. Yeah, because like the community be like, ask me about bicycles. 
Like, why would I do that? No, it says here you recently purchased the bicycle. <laughs> right. And then he'll do five minutes of his act and he's out you know, to the next radio station. Like, I was at the Al. I find it very hard to find a comedian I like right now. I don't find them funny. Um, I really don't. Uh, you know who I still love? I think he's hysterical. He's um shorter white guy, blonde hair. Um, oh, shoot. God dang it. He did a whole thing on, like, his one of his famous bits, I think, was on, like, no, I can't even say Jim it. Gaffigan? Yeah, Gaffigan. I think, like, a taco thing was his famous bit. Uh, no, he did uh, Hot Pockets. Hot Pockets, <laughs> Hot Pockets, yeah. Okay. Jim Gaffigan, I think, is hilarious. I'm over the Maniscalco crap. It's the same thing over and over again. But, with the, but those, first, those first two are very good. Yeah. Plus, I got to know him really well. Um yeah. No, he's good. He's very yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. I actually want to see him at Borgata I this think summer. if you go back, like, I, I've started, I want to watch every Dave Chappelle stand-up. And the more I watch it, the more I think he's brilliant. Maybe, but, the, uh, and I, I know I disagree with Alan Bob. The one, the last one he did, the new one, to me wasn't fun. The, there was nothing funny about that, it. The Netflix one. Yeah. When he's in the, the jumpsuit. Yeah, but he was just like. Preaching to us, yeah. it wasn't talking, funny. It's more like ha- having a it was conversation a conversation. On stage, yeah, and yeah. I was sitting there waiting. Like, the way Bob spoke about, it, I'm like, oh my god, I'm getting ready, no, and I'm going to laugh. Brilliant, actually, I didn't say he's not. Yeah. I found that special to be horrendous. Yeah, he's um he's done a couple things. Like when he was doing the stuff out in the farm during COVID, some of that was preachy, you know, which I I didn't think was all that funny either. But I think if you go back and you watch Chappelle stand up, I I mean. You know, if you did a Mount Rushmore of of current stand-ups, he's on it for sure. You know, I think Chris Rock's brilliant. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, who I mean, I don't know who else. You, I think Gaffigan's great. I'm a huge fan of Jim Norton. Always have been. Um, I don't know where Seinfeld goes these days. You know, he's a tough one. Yeah, it's a tough one. <laughs> I don't know where it goes either. I think I was checked you out. You love stand up, though. I did. Like, yeah, you had but, 100 bucks in your pocket today. Yeah, but that, this is what I, I was telling Jerry. At some point, I lost touch of those stand ups because I started seeing all these Netflix specials of guys I've never heard of. And they, they were, weren't that funny, right? Well, I just I wouldn't even have any interest in watching them because I didn't know who they were, but they were in theaters doing. You know, I'm like, who right. is this? Who are these guys? And there were so many of them. And I'm, I was still just thinking back on, like, Gary Shandling and Richard Lewis, and those yeah. are the guys that I loved. Like, I don't get, um, who's the little guy? His movies are really good, but I don't think his stand-up's great. Um, Martin Lawrence? No. Kevin Hart. Kevin Hart. Yeah. Like, I think Kevin Hart's really funny. Like, in interviews, he's really funny. And his movies I like. But I don't like his stand-up. Yeah. And he sells out, like, arenas. Yeah, legit. Like, yeah, right. He would just play the garden. Yeah, he will sell out. Yeah. There's, there's only like three or four comedians, maybe six comedians, ever that could sell out, you know, eighteen thousand seats, uh, uh, you know, repeatedly. Let's go through them. Dice, uh, in his prime. <laughs> Dice did. Steve Martin. Steve Martin would have in his day. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld for sure in his heyday, absolutely. Dane Cook in his heyday. Dane Cook sold it before anyone else yeah. did. He was the first mm. guy to sell out arenas, and he couldn't do that today. I think Kevin actually uh, did. only because I read the book, his uh, biography was um, Steve Martin did. 
that was when he got out of stand-up comedies after he was sold, he sold really? out all these arenas and then he didn't want to do it anymore because he couldn't see the audience, he said, because he huh. had to play places That's that were so large he couldn't see the audience. Mm. Yeah, you can't, for sure. You can't see the audience. I remember, like, the, Seinfeld used to say. Remember, I we were at Mo, uh, Foxwoods, I think, and... Oh, yeah, I, when you thought he was looking I at thought, you? I, I, I wasn't BSing. <laughs> I thought he was staring at me the entire show. And he couldn't see anything. And I'm sitting yeah. dead center, like, essentially front row, and he's, we're making eye contact. And remember, he came on the show, and he goes, Carton, I didn't even know you were there. <laughs> I go, yeah, you did, because that's when he got pissed at me, because I didn't go to the green room to see him. Yeah. Right, right, And right. he goes, you have no idea how to be celebrity friends. I'm like, I thought it was a pain in the ass to meet people before right. a show. Like, I would I, think I so, too. You solid. Yeah. Trying to think who else, though, would sell out. Uh, what's his name that got in trouble for masturbating in front of women? You have to be more specific. No, I, I remember oh, what you're Louis C.K. That's Louis C.K. sold out the game. I thought yeah, he yeah, was yeah. very funny yeah. for a while, yeah. yes. Yeah, that that's a weird fetish. You think? Like, I don't want, like, I don't want to even touch you or have you anywhere near me. I just want you in the room sure. while I take care of myself. Strange. Or how about the one that's that likes crazy. to have someone with their wife and watching? Uh, that's all. That to that's me, strange that's to me. Too. That's, come on. Yeah. What are we doing? I think I take yeah. the armpit first. <laughs> I mean, you don't see Lord. yourself as a swinger, huh, Jared? I do not. Did you and Kim ever go to like a uh, a car key party? So what is that? I never have either. A car but, key party? So you and your wife would go to like someone's house. But yeah. Some like, so let's say there's six couples, but you all know each other very well. Yeah. Like like your crew of yeah, sure. people. When you get to the person's house, everybody puts their car key in a fishbowl. Oh boy. Okay. You drink. You do whatever you're doing. At some point in the night. You now blindly pick, you would pick a wow. key out of the bowl. What if it's a dude and no, you're no, not into that? That represents the woman. Okay. Right? So if you pick like the Dukes' key, you and Gina, you're going off to have sex. But first and of all, first of all, how whoever, do you know about this, number one? What happened? How do you know about this, I number one? Yo, I'm <laughs> sure. I'm taking Friday off. Number two. And even <laughs> the whole swinger off. thing. Yeah. I, I, are emotions just not attached to it? Listen, I know people who've done that. Man. And I go, that has to change the relationship and the dynamic of the friendships. Like, how do you go out to dinner like two weeks later knowing that the guy that just ordered filet, you know, banged your wife two weeks ago? Right. Right. I, I'm with you. I don't... And he goes, the answer's easy because you did this. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't work for me. Me either. No chance. Plus, my wife's better looking than most guys' wives. <laughs> so that's another problem. So you, you lose. I'm always trading down. <laughs> you have that funny. one buddy with the really fat wife. You're like, please don't get the Honda. Please don't get the Honda. Go! Oh, that's a terrible. Man. All right, well, you learn something new every day with you. Yeah. All right, I got to go walk a dog. All right. Uh, more Anthony on the show in the afternoon. Awesome. I love oh, yeah. little I Anthony. Tell you, yeah, he, he sounds so intelligent. So articulate. He's really smart. He yeah, he's great. Me, he goes, uh, yesterday, real quick, he's like, I'm calling the show. I go, <laughs> you can't call every day. I heard the day yeah. that you had a shortened show because of the Yankees yeah, yeah, yeah. that he called in. You were trying to get him. I could yeah. tell you were trying to get him off. Yeah. I go, you could call Friday. He goes, all right. Friday. That Sukadik thing was so that was awesome. Great. Say it, right? That he was awesome. You tried. To, he knew. How do you spell it? <laughs> He's a smart-ass kid, man. Yeah, That's that great. great. Oh, this was fun. Thanks. All right, see you, boys. Uh, Jerry, the warm-up program is next. So... 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Good morning, campus. Alan Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, here we go, 503, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday. What is up? It's the warm-up show brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. His name inside, the Eddie Scazzeri, and to my left, sort of, kind of in front of me, but a little to the left, his name is Al Ilya Dukes. What up, dude? Good morning, Jerry. I don't know if you caught the uh, last few minutes of uh, the Sal Licata show. I did. He was angry. I could have used. It. I could have used one more hour just to see if he would have walked out of his own house. Well, you're going to get that on Friday. On Friday, yes. Yeah, because the I'm extra out. hour with me. I'm out on uh, Friday, so you're going to host with Sal. Correct. Nice. Yeah, uh, Sal was just getting to his breaking point with the terrible overnight <laughs> callers. This is what I used to enjoy about when Moose hosted overnights. Uh, he would host from Sunday into Monday, and I yes. would listen on my ride in. And I just, you could just hear his hatred for the callers. Sal's getting there, and well, I like that the most out of a host. But Sal does that a lot to himself from this standpoint. I love Sal. You know that. Um, Sal has very polarizing takes on things, and he stands by them. And so when you say that the Yankees are a better team with Brett Gardner rather than John Carlos Stanton, people are going to call and say, are you out of your mind? And he is going to stand by his opinion. Yeah. So that's what I love about Sal. Yeah, I really thought at some point he was going to break something in his own home where Still he's might. broadcasting. Still could. Um, what else, Jerry? Uh, well, we just see. started. Oh, what else? What We've else? been on for a minute and a half. Where do you want to? What else, Jerry? <laughs> you tell me. I was watching some of these uh, Mets highlights from last night's game. What a mess. And I got to tell you, the uh, Fargus slamming into the wall in center field, it looked, listen, I'm sure he's very injured because he sold that like a wrestling move. Sprained AC joint. Is that in the shoulder? Yes. <laughs> he ran right into the wall, but I'm telling you, like, he oversold that like a pro wrestler does. Like, if you if a pro wrestler gets hit with, like, a finishing move. Yeah, sure. He stumbled, stammered, then went down. Like Ric Flair. When Ric Flair sometimes goes face first into the uh, wrestling mat when yeah. he gets hit, like, it takes him a second, and then he just right face, face first. That's For what, sure. That's what Fargus looked like. Fargus. Now, what's his story? He's going to be out now forever, too? Well, he went for tests. <laughs> it is. What I tests? mean, it, it, to find out what's up with the shoulder, just to make sure. They called it the sprained AC joint. We'll see. I mean, it is. You know, the Mets have had years like this before, but this is just, I mean, it's stupid. Every, we, I don't know who's playing. But why do we make a big deal out of, like, uh, Mc, James McCann? They're like, James McCann is going to play first base. They act like it's, like, a foreign... Because we've seen guys play first base and not be good at it. That's why. They're like, oh, my gosh, he's going to move from shortstop to second. I uh, hope he can handle well, it. Well, here's here's what's very difficult about it. Number one, it is. And, yes, can he feel the ground ball? Sure. Can he make the catch from Lindor to first? Yes. yes. Here's the issue. You've got little things like picking balls out of the dirt with a first baseman's mitt as opposed to what he's used to doing. 
and that's blocking balls in the dirt. You've got little things like a ground ball hit to the right. Does he know to go after the ball, you know, and then pitch it to the pitcher or charge the ball? Is there anyone behind him? Like there are just little things that are, I know it seems simple. Does he know how to cover a bunt? You know, little things like that. How how light on his feet is he on a pop-up down the line? It's, yes, basic baseball, he can manage. But it's the other things. We've seen it. I mean, we've seen guys butcher. Remember Todd Hundley in left field? You would think, Major League Baseball player, go catch a fly ball. They're not used to it. It's different. They should have let him wear the catcher's mitt over at first base so he's more Could comfortable. Could do that. Go for it. And the gear. Well, you can't the wear the helmet. No, you're not wearing the gear. You're not Base wearing the helmet. Because any time the ball goes up, he's got to throw the helmet. He might hit someone. And they'll get hurt, too. What if all the Mets wore the catcher's gear so when they slammed into the walls Boy. and things, they are not as injured? It is. You're, it's not a terrible, terrible thought. I, get, this is, I mean, I'm looking at this lineup last night. First of all, half the Rockies I've never heard of. And half the Mets are like, what is this? It's oh, it's fascinating. Who are these people? It really is. I mean, you I mean, when when Mazika is now a common name on the Mets. Yeah, I love Mazika. Holy cow. I mean, it is just I mean, how about this kid? This was the one that blew me away last night. And I know I know where they're at injury wise. I understand. And he pitched. Yenzi Diaz? Yenzi Diaz, he's terrific. Who's never he? Heard, I've never heard of him. I, we don't know these guys, Jerry. Cameron uh, Mabin is playing. He's batting zero. He's got zero hits. He's making Lindor look like Babe Ruth right now. Well, the good news is, listen, Jacob DeGrom returns tonight. I'm sure they'll score a ton good, of so runs. Good, they can lose one nothing. <laughs> I'm sure they'll score a ton of runs for him, Jerry. Listen to this. You tell me what this All right. is. 211, 189, 202, 236. What do you think that represents? The uh, top of the Mets order. Yeah, the batting average of the first four Mets last night. Oh. And the worst one of those four, Lindor, 189. 189 I mean, good God almighty. It's not good, Jerry. It's terrible. Also, good news, though, tonight with Jacob DeGrom pitching is he gets the hit also. That helps. Thank God. He's a pretty good, he's pretty good, Jerry. Can we put Brandon Drury in to hit four times? Yes. He hit a home run in the ninth. It is. I tell you. Where's Tovar? I was excited by that. Tovar? I know he. I, I think he pinch is. hit last night. Tovar. Tovar. I don't know who any of these guys. That's are. what I said. That's why I played that clip yesterday. Like this was a Met call. Tovar's hit scored Fargus. What? And now Fargus is out. Jerry. And now Fargus is out. So maybe we'll see more. So we had a guy named Vargas, and now a guy named yes. Fargus. Yes, Vargas to Fargus, and just a couple of years in between. Yeah. Let's see if Fargus goes after Anthony Ducomo. Because <laughs> everybody does that Seinfeld-Vargas thing for both yes. Vargas and Fargus. Now you've got Fargus. Vargas. Who's now out? Vargas. Fargus. It Which one just... was the guy on Seinfeld? He was Vargas or he was Farkas? No, it was not Farkas. Oh. Um, I don't remember. I get confused. I don't, I don't even remember. I don't know. So, uh, oh, big sports night tonight, though, Jerry. Like I said, Jacob DeGrom pitching. Corey Kluba. Yeah, going for another no-hitter. He's going for another no-hitter against the Blue Jays. Steven Matz uh, returns to the area. You excited about that? Why don't you go? <laughs> Not really. Why don't you go cheer on Steven eh, Matz? A pass. But yes. Uh, Celtic, Celtics-Nets game two. Looking forward to that. In Brooklyn. Although Al said it's a... Uh, Al, Sal called it a terrible appetizer that he doesn't want to eat. Yeah, he said that uh, this is not a real series. Correct. He called this basically a practice warm-ups 
series. <laughs> Practice warm up. Yes. For the next series that comes out. <laughs> we'll and see. Last night, Jerry, we had the Islanders winning a game five. You want to hear so double overtime. That game must have taken nine hours to play. Now you've got you heard uh Brad Heller decided to come to work today, so oh, that's Brad cool. Heller. And he played Brendan Burke. Very excited game winners, you can imagine, on MSG. Absolutely, Eddie Fader up, yes. Double overtime. This was the <laughs> this was the Penguins announcer. You talk about a homer, not a homer. And I love it. I think it's great, especially if you're a Penguin fan listening to him. Just listen to the disappointment in his voice. Malkin couldn't stop it. And it went right by him all the way towards Tristan Jarry. Jarry gave it away. Bailey scores. Game over. (laughs) He lets him bring home. (laughs) I have such a hard time following hockey on the radio. I tried when I was living in Tampa, and I was trying to get into the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like, I was trying, Jerry. And you were going to games covering them, right? I was going to games, covering the games. I wanted to get into hockey. I tried to listen on the radio. But that happens to me in in all play-by-play on the radio. My mind Your mind wanders. Right. You're not locked in. So they'll be like, score! I'm like, who scored? (laughs) So you're not exactly shutting your eyes and trying to... But I try. Like, sometimes I'll be like, when I put the football game on or a baseball game, like, I'm going to really try... And pay attention. And within seconds, I'm gone. Yeah, it depends. You just, your interest isn't there. That's all. But I want it to be there. But it's not. Like you, but when sometimes there would be like a Monday night football game that I'd be, happen to be on the road listening to or a Sunday night game or something like a game I want to hear. Like a, I want to hear the Giant game for work or the Jet right, game sure. for work. And I'm locked in. But exactly what you just it said. still wanders. You just said for work. Right. If you weren't working the next day, would you be locked into it? No. Right. So when was the last, would the Mets of the 80s, I'm yeah. being serious, would that be like the last team that like you didn't want to miss a game yeah, for? Yeah, and where and I didn't miss games. Like I like even in like the summer when I was uh, in 86, I was uh, what, 17, 18 years old? Sure. 17. For you, yeah. Yeah, 16, 17. Uh, yeah, I would be, when 7 o'clock came. See, it I meant would, something to you. I would show up. Right. It doesn't mean anything to you now. It's really it's work. They were my heroes, Jerry. Well, that's fine, and I'm glad that you still have Lenny Dykstra in your life as a hero. Unfortunately, that you can pattern yourself after. I would also run in on Saturday nights to watch World Championship Georgia Championship Wrestling on TBS. Well, I know you love wrestling. That's not real though. So, so. those were the two things. Like, so I was in the summer, man. I had to get home because I had Mets games to watch and I had wrestling to watch, right. Jerry. I didn't have time for. See, right now you're putting the radio on just to get a score, basically. I didn't Honestly. have time to, get gir- to have girlfriends, Jerry. I was busy. They weren't interested in you. That's what you've said. I was busy. Your words, not mine. With wrestling from Georgia. You said you didn't find yourself till you were 23. That's true. 22, probably. 22. Okay. And uh, I had to watch, like, Howard Johnson facing the Expos. Like, I needed to see everything. Right. Now you're good with your nine-minute video recap. Oh, I love the video And you feel ready to rock the I next do, morning. I do, absolutely. No, I hear you. But that to me, that's it, though. You're not locked in. I'm trying to think, like, if I was a kid now, would I watch every highlight? You watch the highlights, yeah. But would I watch every highlight package of every game? You might, because you, you'd have time on your hands and the phone. Yeah. And YouTube. And I, I guess it's MLB that puts it out, and all these leagues. I yeah. think the leagues put the packages out. And then there's also, like, House of Highlights. There's all these other sites yeah, it's awesome. that put these packages together that Package. you can watch a game, you know, between 5 and 12 minutes. I mean, yes. Some of them are shorter. Some of them are longer and more detailed. And I think if you were a kid that had the interest in sports like you had in the 80s and it was now, I think you would watch everything. That's what and I you, think. And you would know who Ilya Sorokin is. 
But I knew all those guys before there was even an internet. I think because of baseball you liked cards. It. Yes. Baseball cards. That was a big deal too. And then I would know all the teams, all the National League teams, because I was you were following the Mets. On the Mets. Yeah, yeah, sure. And I hated the Yankees back then, Jerry. Hated them. Yeah, I never had. And I hated the Astros and Mike Scott. Like, why did you hate the Yankees? The Mets Just were because the, they were all. The, but they were the Mets were the team in the eighties, not yeah, the Yankees. I guess the Yankees were a mess. That's true. Like I, don't I, know why I never, the did, even as a Met fan when I was a kid, I never disliked the Yankees. I just didn't. I did hate the Astros and Mike Scott more. That I, guy was a punk. Absolutely had to. He was cutting the ball. He was a cheater. He, well, sure. He was a cheater. But and in a the liar. end, who won? The Mets. Exactly. They all cheat. And I'm he was on our team at one point, Mike Scott. Mm, not really. He was. I mean, yes, but not because he didn't. He, he didn't wasn't cheat. the Mike Scott that. Because he played by the rules and he was on the Mets. And unfortunately, <laughs> that didn't work out. We needed him more to, to cheat more. <laughs> we needed a, we needed cheating Mike Scott, throwing that cutter, that fork ball. I hear what you're saying. Did you hear this, though, Jerry? It's officially the one-year anniversary of my new condo. How long is this anniversary going for? Well, I'm working on my second year now. <laughs> it was the best decision I've ever made. Buying my own place, building equity in a home. I owe a big thank you to Carney Bank. You know how much I love them. They made the entire mortgage process very easy. My uh, mortgage loan officer was always accessible. I would text him. He's very personable as well. Quick to respond. First-time homebuyers do not hesitate to explore Carney Bank. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. All right, just getting started. Quarter after five, we got Boomer and Gio on a busy Tuesday. Don't go away here on The Fan. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Al and Jerry, let's talk more rock. Oh, there it is. There's the rock. 522 Tuesday for you. A weird day yesterday. It's going to be a better day today. Al is rocking it out to my left. This is the the first Matchbox 20 record, which I listened to on the ride. And I've been trying to pick albums that I really loved at one point in my life. So I'm going to take a guess. This is their first one? Their first record, yeah. I had a ton of hits. Real World, Long Day, 3 a.m., Push. Well, I like Long Day. Yeah. 1994. 96. 96. But this is one of those weird records that back... uh, This came out in, in 96, but I don't think it had a... I think it was out for like a year and a half before it got any radio No play. kidding. Yeah. Oh, we've always then, discussed that. Like what makes a radio station decide what they're going to play and what they're not going to play. Right. Then supposedly some program director or DJ in Florida, it was either Orlando or Tampa, picked one of the songs and just started playing it. And then from, it's amazing. Boom, it spreads like wildfire. Yeah. How many albums, career. legit albums they have? I think they had like four legit records. Hmm. With hits on them? Yeah, with hits. But but like this first record had many multiple hits. Then their other records would have like two hits or one hit. And nine crappers. Yeah, well, we don't know because Radio, I think, just got bored with Matchbox 20. Right. But it was all those bands from the 90s. It was like Matchbox 20, Counting Crows, Third Eye Blind, 
wallflowers, like all that. Those are all within the a uh, year or two of each other. But I also feel like they didn't put much out after that. Yeah, I think they did, but just the music, Jerry, the music industry changed. By the time they toured, they wrote the new record, they recorded, they put it out there, people lost interest. So you're telling me... I still think Matchbox 20 would sell out huge anywhere they go. Oh, they would do well for sure. So let's see, the the Wallflowers had a lot of... Wow. They got a new record out there. Wow, you're not... Oh, my Lord. Yeah. Oh, yeah, They put albums out in 2012? Oh, yeah, they're still... And they just put one out now? yeah. That's well, Jacob Dylan, right? Jacob Dylan, yeah, Bob Dylan's son, who wow. Bob who turned to eighty yesterday. He did eighty years old for Bob Dylan. I had no idea that they had this many albums. Oh yeah, Jerry. Because you're right they they've had ten albums. Good God! And aside from and bringing down the horse was 1996. That was a great album. See, that's what I mean. Matchbox Twenty, Wallflowers. Wow. All 1996. What a year, Jerry. 1996. They churned out nothing since then, aside from bad albums. In 1996, I was uh, 26, going on 27, Jerry. Yes, your love of the Mets had already passed. I had the world by the balls. Well, this is true. <laughs> and then what'd you do with it? Nothing. Right. <laughs> you moved to Tampa. <laughs> I was already long in Tampa. Oh, no, I was in Tampa for two uh, two years at that point. Two years you were there. You were there how long? Seven years. Seven years. Sports talk. Tampa, Florida. Sounds lovely. It was pretty lovely. I am sure it was. Although I don't know what we talked about. This this was the before lightning. the right. This is before the Tampa Rays was a thing. And the Bucks. Well, no one wants to talk about them now. <laughs> oh, I see. They've so won eleven still. straight games. And probably no one cares. No one cares. Right. And their franchise record is twelve. They can match that with their next win. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be packed at the drop. Yeah, well, oh. I know, no, it's not going. I going to be packed at the Meadowlands this fall. That's yes. cool. Jets and Giants can have full stadiums. Yeah, that's not bad. You could breathe on each other. You don't have to wear a mask either. Yeah. I would say we're moving forward. They said you are also allowed, you can lick the cheek of the person next to you. That is going to be allowed. cheek or just the cheek? Just the cheek. Got it. That is going to be allowed with the new rules. Okay. That's how much we're no longer afraid of COVID. No masks, no social distancing, and you may lick the cheek of the person next to you. Anyone out there that's uh, Mr. Literal, he's joking. Well, you don't know that. I saw I saw some of the paperwork. I have another example of why you should stay home. All right. And I know you love this. I love I love when people tell you that staying home is the right thing yeah, to do. Yeah, so I love that idea. Because while your girlfriend loves to go out, you do not. I love to stay home. You want to just go to dinner at 4.30 and get home. I want to do nothing in my life other than look out my window. So I... <laughs> That's usually reserved for when you're like 90. <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm already in that do anything else. I want to <laughs> walk my dog. I want to go to dinner. And I want to look out my window and drink coffee in the morning. That's so it. This kid, Jordan Bohannon, who I know because he plays for Iowa. And I've seen him for the last several, the last handful of years. Basketball anyway. player, Jay? basketball player. Yes, this is brutal. He is recovering from a serious head injury after he was physically assaulted Sunday morning in Iowa City, according to I guess cell phone videos. He was at a bar just talking to a friend. Guy came up and I guess sucker punched him and just knocked him out. Is that right? And then tried to get up and I guess there was a little bit of an issue, but a serious head injury. See, and we think a place like Iowa, Man. nothing bad goes on. Like if you told me that happened in New York City, we wouldn't bat an eye. Maybe. But in Iowa, I thought Iowa was supposed to be better than that. Yeah, oh, speaking safer of safer than that. Speaking of things going on in New York City, I came over the Manhattan Bridge this morning, and there was a guy in the middle of the road 
<laughs> exercising. Oh, what was he doing? Stretches? He was doing, no, he was doing jumping jacks. Oh, jumping jacks. All right. And then he went from the jumping jacks, because, of course, I had to be at the light looking at him. He went from jumping jacks, then got down and did three push-ups, back up to the jumping jacks, and went down to three push-ups. He was doing, like, burpees. Oh, my Lord. Kind of, but not really. He's in shape. He's getting in shape for the summer. Jerry, we all have to get in shape for the summer. We're all going to be shirtless at the beach. You're not going to be no, shirtless be, at no. the beach. You're a, worried about your softness. I have a peanut butter belly right now. Do you really? Yeah. Well, If I just eliminate peanut butter, my belly will go away. See, isn't that something? Like, yeah, you know it. I know it. And yet you don't do it. Right. I'm I'm easing off of it. <laughs> easing off of by what? Cutting down to eight tablespoons a day? <laughs> by not having a peanut butter and jelly sandwich and then follow that up with an apple with peanut butter. That, That's what I was doing. That seems a bit excessive. That was very excessive. Yeah. Jerry, I might be getting old. I may be old man, get off my lawn Maybe. situation. No, you're there. The other night at the Knicks game, I was not thrilled with the, the cursing chance at Trey Young. I just I don't like that. It's yep. it's I don't mind yelling at him. I don't care for that either. It's basic. Like it's 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 caveman like behavior. Yep. But it's becoming so acceptable. So I see yesterday, last night was Kenny Maine's final sports center. Right. Kenny Maine, a classy fellow, has been there for a very long time. He had Aaron Rodgers on as a guest. Who looked like a mess, by the Aaron way. Aaron Rodgers is a disaster. He looked disheveled. Well, he's in Hawaii. That's the problem. Okay. He's in Hawaii skipping Packers OTAs and in Hawaii he's got his hair uh what do you how do you what do you say when they like when you go to the islands and they do your hair like in, in tight no oh, like in braids the, braids he's got like tight braids on the side of his head he's hanging out playing the guitar nice probably smoking weed go for it if you can uh so he but he did go on the Kenny Main final sports center Oh, that was the last one. That was Kenny Mean's final sports center, yeah. So Aaron Rodgers is on there. He loves Jordan Love. He loves the coaches. He loves his teammates. He loves the Packer fans. But he has a problem with the philosophy and maybe forgetting that it is about the people that make the thing go. See, I didn't understand. On the surface, I, I, I get what he was saying about the philosophy of the organization. But then when he started talking about it's about the people... He loved all the people. Right. So which is it? Well, I think he's saying it's about the people and that the GM doesn't appreciate the people. Maybe that's what he's saying. I suppose, but at the end of the day, he gushed about all the people he works with and plays with. Right. So it's kind of like he walks in the room. This is what I always think. So I understand his concern about they took a quarterback in the first round when the team was very close to winning a Super Bowl and he thought they needed help on the outside, and they could have gotten a quarterback later in the draft, especially if he wasn't planning on leaving just yet. He thought he had, let's say, three years left. Why are we using a first-round pick now when we can win next year if you go get me A and B? And instead it was... Then he tells you how much he loves everybody, but he's not thrilled that they picked him. Like, you walk into that locker room, hey, Aaron, we're trying here. I don't know. It's got to be a weird dynamic to face your teammates when you're saying really nice things, but really not so nice things about them. I see. You know? Yes, I do. But my old man get off the lawn situation came at the end of this interview. Oh, it wasn't about the sports part. 
wasn't about the sports oh. part. At the end of the interview, Kenny Mayne uh, joked with Aaron Rodgers and said, you know, you told me to buy cryptocurrency, Bitcoin, and that sort of thing, and it's taken a 40% hit. Yes, I've seen. And I've just been fired. So then he says, F you to Aaron Rodgers, but says the word, it gets bleeped out, of course. Real? Oh, so it wasn't a live interview. Yeah. So what are we doing? Well, it's like, a, you you said it. You listen to music these days? I, well, I, I listen to classic rock. Right, well, they curse in that, too. Steve not really. Miller, Steve Miller Band. But you could do the handful. <laughs> I, and well, it's, listen, not a, I, it's not I overly aggressive. It. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it is accepted these days. I I also, you're basic. You know what you're I also basic. find, too? And I'm around it a lot more than you are. Yeah. The amount of parents that curse openly in front of their kids. Yeah. F-bombs, everything. It is It is accepted. And I'm not one. I don't do that. I never Me have. Either. But it it is basically become a way, of, a way of life. And I've never, I don't think I've ever cursed in front of my parents. Maybe now as a 50-year-old, if I'm relaying a story where the curse sure. word is important, that I'm quoting somebody. Right. But even that feels There's no awkward. need for it. Yeah, I don't need Kenny Maine. You've got you did 27 years at ESPN. Don't leave dropping an F bomb. That's just classless. Let me ask you this. And we like him. Would we have talked about Kenny Maine if he didn't? I don't know. I guess not. Of course we wouldn't have. You might have put it down at the bottom that said Kenny Maine's last sports center. All right, what do you do with that? Nothing. Now we just spend three minutes talking about Kenny Maine. But is that what he he that's what he really wants? After twenty seven years, he wants to go out on a. I'm talking cares. about Kenny Maine because he said the f word. Maybe it's class it up. Have you man. heard of attention whores? Can somebody class? Can people class it? I'll up? use. <laughs> God, is your finger just on that button? It is. He knows where it is. <laughs> I'm sure he does. It's like a musical instrument for Eddie. <laughs> You know, like uh, someone they could just play the like Bill, like that's like a piano, and he's Billy Joel. <laughs> he doesn't even have to look; he knows where the keys are. He hears a tension horn, and it's boom, <laughs> boom, boom. You doesn't even break. Like he's he's working on the commercial log right now. He's busy. He's like Evan scoring a baseball yeah, game. He doesn't need to really watch it; he can just do it. But he could still. He just still leans over there. <laughs> it's pretty good. So I don't know. I'm just. I, I want people to. It's a turnoff. I'm just sick of everybody. Everybody cursing. You could just end that with everybody. It's like what Boomer said about Gio when he goes on podcasts, he curse. Uh, I agree. You don't need it. I don't need it. Jim Rome does a podcast that I'm interested in. It's about, uh, you know, uh, motivating yourself yeah. for the next stage in life. And I said, he curses on it. Why? It sounds awkward. What about do you? What about comedians? Like you like Dave Chappelle. Yeah, I don't mind comedians cursing. That's a That's an art. Well, I think a lot of artists would tell you it's an art in their music. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, for whatever reason, the, the comedians in a club doesn't bother me. But just to curse, to like be shocking. And then also, Kenny Mayne, it was bleeped. So like like you said, it clearly was not live. Right. So now we know it was not a live interview. That was totally you can't tape. bleep things live. Yeah, no doubt. That is true. I don't think you can anyway. With no, technology, I, I wouldn't think so, but who knows? You can dump out of it, but you wouldn't hear anything. You True. Wouldn't, it wouldn't be bleeped over. When you hear something that gets bleeped, that is post-production. I have some uh, bleeping stuff expert. we can get to at some point, too. More cursing? I do. God, it's just learn to speak without cursing. Is it that difficult? We're going to take a bleeping break right no, now. A, no, a regular break. No bleeping. A bleeping break. 
It's 25 in front of six. Educate yourself. Take care of your chickens. Al's going to go drop some F-bombs off Mike, and we'll come right back with mm. some F-bombs on TV. Taped. No way. Well, it wasn't, but it was almost. You'll see when we come back on The Fan. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Al and Jerry, number one with meatheads in the gym. You know, I actually thought you were playing Carol King at first. I don't know why. Not F you. Did you ever hear the song unedited? Oh, yes. There's also a song that is the title of the song, and I only heard the edited version. So I went to download it on Spotify. I liked it on Spotify, and I took the unedited version, and it didn't click. I didn't notice it. The song is... F, I'm lonely as F. <laughs> so I'm in the car, the little guy's in the front seat, and the song comes on off the Spotify, and he's 11, and he goes, uh, Dad? I'm like, yeah, what's up, bud? He goes, what are you playing? Yeah, class And I looked up. down, I was like, oh, my God. So I took it off the Spotify, but yeah, I had no idea. It's a nice song, too. Except, it is? Except for the unedited version. Yeah. It's funny. We're crumbling as a society, Jerry. Oh, it's funny. Just crumbling. I do want to get the song while we do the next thing because I want to reference it if I can. What is your take on this, Jerry? Yesterday, uh, Julio Jones, the wide receiver with the uh, well with the Atlanta Falcons. Would you like uh, to hear it as you describe it? Uh, yeah. Well, let me describe it and see if I'm accurate in what I'm saying, and then we'll hear the clip. So, the uh, Shannon Sharp show. What's that called? It's on FS1. I don't know. It's on FS1. I have no idea. I really don't know. Uh, I forget what it's called. I don't called. watch it. I don't uh, know. Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. And uh, I guess he calls, Shannon Sharp calls Julio Jones on his cell phone. Correct. And puts the cell phone up to the microphone. And this is how it sounded. All right. What's going on, bro? Man, nothing much. i to go meet up with my brother. What's happening with you? Man, look. You want to go to the Cowboys, Julio? Or you want to stay in Atlanta? What do you say? I'm out of there. I'm out of there, man. And then they continue to make fun of the Cowboys, and then the video cuts off. Now, there was some talk. Did Julio Jones know he was live on air, or did he think Shannon Sharp was just calling him like buddy to buddy? It's a good question. What do you think? I don't know. I don't watch the show. I don't know. Do they do that from time to time? Not that I'm aware of. So if that's not the case, I I don't know. It didn't... It didn't look that bad, you know, but I didn't see the beginning. Like, did he tell, what's his name, Skip, right? That's Skip, Skip Bayless. Bayless. Did he say, were they having a conversation about, about Julio Jones? And then he says, you know what, let me try and get him on. And he just dials it into, or was it prearranged? If it was prearranged, why didn't he call in then? Right. It's it's bizarre. I, I don't know. Right, we still got no, no real clarification on that. No, and the audio is not terrible. Like, you know, Boomer and G sometimes will try to hold their phone up to yeah. the microphone, and it's it doesn't work. This is pretty clear. Yeah, actually, Craig does it a lot in the afternoon when he calls his kids or his right. kids call in. If you put the bottom of the it iPhone works. right up against it, it works great. I mean, it actually. should, but yeah. Yeah, I hear Craig's children call in like that all the time. 
But yeah, I, I said I couldn't tell whether. And then I was seeing articles about, do you know it's illegal to put somebody on the air if they don't know they're on the air? Yeah, usually that's just a person, though, not a celebrity athlete. Right, celebrity athlete. Jerry. We had when I used to do. By the way, the name the name of the song is "F I'm Lonely." Who sings this? Love, L A U V. Not interested. Yeah, that's the song. Um, where were we going? Oh, I remember when I used to work at 106.3 in Jersey. We wanted to do, you know, phone calls. And it was like the biggest argument with the program. It's illegal. Like, but if you tell people that this is the number, call in. Like, we're going to say that we will put your calls up. Isn't that enough of a disclaimer? Well, how do you know they heard the disclaimer? Oh. It was, it really was a big battle. So, yes, I have heard that before. Well, here, like here at WFAN, it's, it's assumed if you call in, you know you're going on the air. Well, you're calling to go on right. the air. Exactly. Like, Although I love what I get so many calls. People just go, I don't need to go on the air. Tell Boomer. <laughs> no, you tell Boomer. The show doesn't work like that where I just constantly interject with that caller in, uh, in Carney. A, a Hasbro Kites caller wants to know Boomer. Although I guess they'd be better calls if I did them than the actual phone calls. What's amazing is I get calls like that in the newsroom. Right. Who would even know how to get? I have I no even idea. Know how to get a hold of the newsroom I work here. I, I don't either. I Isn't don't. that what our, our you know? Hey, Boys tweet us way. at this, or in the old days, text us at this. So it's kind of the same thing. Which thing? Like you know, just tell Boomer this. Yeah, tell Boomer. Hey, tell you tell Boomer. Get a Twitter and tell Boomer. There you go. Tweet right at him. Tweet away. Tweet away, America. Here's something I was reading about yesterday. Seems interesting, Jerry. Adam Silver. He's the runs the uh, the I was gonna say he runs the WNBA. He runs the NBA, Jerry. They're uh, starting something called NBA Africa, which is backed by former players like Dikembe Mutombo and Grant Hill. Cool. It's a new business investment. The new Basketball Africa League. Awesome. Would you go to Africa to cover this? No. Me neither. I'm never going to Africa ever in my life. Right. As much as Boomer wants me to go there. I was considering, like, if I went with Adam Silver and the NBA guys, that had would have to be top of the line. Like, you're not going to be in danger of going on safari. Right. With Adam Silver and the NBA guys. Now, oh, now let me one caveat to that. Yeah. If I had a chance to go call a tournament or something, mm-hmm. well, then I would go. What if they wanted you to be the voice of NBA Africa? Would you then go? The vo- I'm not moving there. there. No, you no, got to move there, Jerry. No. It's a top of the line. No. I, right now, we'll move out of New Jersey. You want me to move to Africa? Oh, I'm sorry, Jerry. Did you see we're offering you $5 million a year? I, w- I, I got to be honest. You would move I to wouldn't. NBA Africa. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I would. I would not. I'm interested. You wouldn't. I would because I'd go for one You'd year. Move- one year contract. All right, the contract's Africa. for four years. Four years, twenty million. You're gonna move, you, Mister. I'm not leaving my condo. I want to <laughs> stare at women on the beach. That's how you want to fill your day. I was gonna. You beautiful- would move to Africa. I just get a beautiful condo in Africa and stay in that condo. I mean, that's like, and I do. I applaud her, but like Annie, our former sales associate here, like she picked up and moved to Australia. Right. I couldn't do that either. You wouldn't want to go to NBA Australia. Because I was thinking of pitching them on that idea. No, I I don't think I would. I I guess, see, I guess I'm selling you short. I guess if I was a single guy, then maybe I would. Maybe I would go to Africa or Australia. But I'm not picking up my family and moving them across the world. I wouldn't move to London. I wouldn't move to Australia. I wouldn't move to Africa. No. Mm -hmm. I give people credit for that do that. I have a friend of mine's brother moved to Beijing for a job. Are you out of your mind? That's tough. 
No thanks. If uh, NBA Africa kicks butt, why not? They, I would just start going into every country. Well, I think that could be the plan. NBA Australia, there NBA very New well Zealand could be the plan. There's basketball all over this globe, right? So we they see can put their the brand on it. Yeah, for sure. Who and else there's was some a good, good teams? Who else was a good team in the Olympics? We'll do the NBA States. there. No, I know United States, but who did we like? Lithuania didn't they have a decent team? Remember the Tony Kukoc team? Yeah, where they, and we saw that in the uh, the documentary where they crushed them. Yeah, when they played them, I forget what what country that was. That is so great when we show our dominance in the Olympics by putting our pro athletes in. That is awesome. Yeah, when you win every game by fifty points, yeah. it was really it was awesome. It's like, Ooh. oh, really? You think you're good at basketball? Have you ever met Michael Jordan, Larry Bird, <laughs> <laughs> Charles Barkley? Right, we're so good. Isaiah Thomas isn't on the team. <laughs> I mean, think about that. That is something. I mean, you that was, my God, that was really, that was outstanding. I remember Just to see that collection of stars. There's one clip where they're asking Charles Barkley where he's, go, if he knows where whatever country is they're going. He's like, oh, are you aware? Who they, who they were playing, like Croatia? They're sure. like, do you know where Croatia is? He's like, no, but we're going to whip their butts. <laughs> that sounds about right. And they did, I'm sure. Yeah. And that doesn't surprise me. They probably just went by the itinerary that was delivered to their hotel hotel room. Right. Every room. Hey, just be down by the bus at 9 a.m. Where are we going? Don't worry. You'll be fine. Remember there was a, uh Olympic basketball team that wore Grateful Dead outfits? I don't. Yeah. That Bill might Walton have been run that team? Uh, I don't know. They might, that might have been Lithuania, too. Like, the Grateful Dead did their uniforms. All right. Well, we will check they that out during dyes. the break. Interesting. Tie dyed. You may have heard I'm celebrating one year in my new condo. And I never leave it. If you're sick of paying rent like I was and want to build equity in a home, get in touch with Carney Bank. They made the entire mortgage process easy. Things that would have taken a few days at the big banks were done in an afternoon at Carney. I wouldn't recommend anyone else. Also, their first-time homebuyer program offers a ton of savings. Visit CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. That's CarneyBank.com slash mortgages. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. It's actually funny. We're we're in a day and age where tattoos are so prevalent now. There's a yeah. guy on CBS Sports Network playing poker. I couldn't tell if he had arm sleeves or if it was a shirt. Which is it? Turns out it's a shirt. <laughs> Quick break. Oh, Odyssey yeah. Sports Minute. <laughs> Amy Lawrence on. We just talked about this. Aaron Rodgers and Kenny Mayne. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, a couple more minutes to go. And the Islanders win a thriller last night, and uh, the Mets lost. What else, Al? Robert Plant. You've heard of him, Jerry? He, yes, uh, I've heard of Robert Plant. Lead singer of uh, Led Zeppelin. <laughs> yes. uh, he says that when he passes away, he's going to have his family release all of his unreleased music. Like, why not do that now and enjoy it? Right. And also, at this point, like, I'm 51, and I feel like Led You'd Zeppelin. You'd be mildly interested. I'm not even interested. You're not. I, right. I've, and so I feel like the Zeppelin people are a little bit older, like Boomer. He's yeah, 58. Sure. No, Boomer's 60. Boomer's right. 60. Yes. You're going to wait another couple of years? Who's interested in that anymore? We, we, actually, take- uh, we actually have one of those unreleased clips. Oh. Ah, yeah, yeah! <laughs> yeah! Jerry, I should tell you the warm-up show and those Robert Plant recordings who are brought to you by Carney Bank, your bank for today, for tomorrow. Visit CarneyBank.com for details. I could be wrong about this. Are you celebrating a one-year anniversary soon? (laughs) (laughs) Now through Friday, it's our week-long Yankees box office blitz.